This is Back on Track with Kelly Malloy. Welcome, everyone. This is Kelly Malloy, your host for Back on Track. And today I am here with Terry Hamilton, who is the owner, founder of Apparent Connection in Manchester, New Hampshire. And we are going to be talking about getting back on track with mindfulness. So, welcome, Terry, and thanks for being here. It's so great to be with you, Kelly. I'm really glad to be here. Yay. So my first question, almost always, (laughs) is what do the words back on track mean in the work that you do? What does that mean to you? Back on track for me and my work as a mindfulness coach really means allowing people to get back to a place of calm. And so they may never have had an experience of calm so or that they remember. So it's really mindfulness is about being in the moment and being um, very focused without judgment. And some people have never even been to a place of that. So I'm not sure they can get back to it, but they certainly can learn it. Well, as I was just saying to you a moment ago, one of the reasons I love getting together with you (laughs) is that I feel like you immediately bring me back to that place of mindfulness. There's just something about your energy and just being in your space that it just helps you to breathe a little more deeply and be a little more present. So um, I do love that. Well, thank you so much. And I'm so glad that that brings you to that space. That's exactly what I want for the people that I work with on a regular basis is that they come and when they are in my office, it's a place of calm and relaxation and a safe place to talk about the stress of life because Mm -hmm. stress is all around us. We can't avoid it. And mindfulness gives tools and strategies of how we can respond to that stress in our lives as opposed to react because very often we are very reactive and taking the time to take a mindful breath or two is profound it's so simple and yet incredibly profound that the effect that it has on our bodies Um, and I like to let people know that they're real life strategies it's not woo woo mindfulness is not woo woo it is real the research is coming out amazing amazing results on how it helps people focus um, with very little time put into a day 10 minutes is really like the golden amount of time that we try to have people put mindful moments into their day Mm -hmm. and it The lovely part about it, at least I believe, is that it doesn't have to be 10 minutes in a row because sometimes we feel like we don't have two minutes to take out of our day. Yeah. So, you know, we'll start just putting in 10 seconds of a little bit of mindful breathing or a minute of a walk around the sidewalk. All of those things start to help our body get back to where we were maybe as children, Mm -hmm. where things were just everything was amazing and just joyful and we were present in the moment present in the moment absolutely yeah and there's so few especially adults there's so few of us that I see doing that right we're so focused on what's the next thing we have to do or you know what we're trying to accomplish for next week or for this month or and we're not living 
in this present moment. Right. Our lists are endless. They just really are. The to-do list will never be done. Mm -hmm. And so um, strategies to help with that to-do list, it's not that you're not going to make a to-do list, but it's not to become overwhelmed by what it is that is coming or to be stuck back on things that already happened because honestly um, my belief system is if we've made some mistakes that those are learning experiences uh, and right. it's just the way it is we're all going to make mistakes and it means we tried mm-hmm. and so I look at that as a positive I don't believe there are many people in the world that start their day and say oh what bad decision can I make today <laughs> right right <laughs> oh that is so true But they might start their day being aware of bad decisions they've made in the past or being overly focused on that. Absolutely. Instead of being here in the now. So, um, you know, I've recognized in my life how important mindfulness is and just in the work that I do and in in teaching classes, you know, some of my mindful movement classes, same thing, like I'll notice people that will come in and they look like they haven't taken a breath all day. Right? We're go, 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 and we're so caught up in doing and, and functioning you know, at a high level that we need some place maybe to go or some routine way of bringing ourselves back to that place of breathing and being more mindful right. um, of, our, of what we're doing physically, how we're thinking, mentally, right. all of it. Absolutely. And there's the mind and the body, they're connected. And so when your body is going, 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 and you're not giving it nourishment, whether that be food or water or healthy exercise, um, it just, everything affects everything. So when people say, well, I don't have time for that, it actually makes them more focused. It, It makes them absolutely do whatever it is, whatever task they're trying to accomplish um, more clearly. And when we're clear headed, it's so much easier to get things done. It doesn't feel so overwhelming. One of the things that I love to to say um, to my new clients is, you know, think of a task that you just find really mundane and you're like, I don't want to do that. Well, one of the ones I use um, is emptying the dishwasher. Like we moan and groan about emptying the dishwasher, like needs (laughs) to be emptied, right? And I read an article that it takes the average dishwasher to be emptied, it takes five minutes. And I'm like, five Mm -hmm. minutes? Like, how much time did I spend in my head thinking, I don't want to do that? Mm -hmm. Like, how lucky am I to have a dishwasher to empty? And so now it's it's a much more... um, time for me to be mindful like I am like how many plates am I putting in here and Mm -hmm. I'm actually spending those five minutes being mindful and that's just like wow I didn't take any extra time during my day but I changed that experience to dread to oh look at this Mm -hmm. and oh I beat the clock like I will actually spend the time and look oh I started and that was a four minute one so I must have had big bowls in the dishwasher (laughs) (laughs) so so it's really the small the small things that you can turn into like mindful experiences well and I love that because it's basically a way of linking right an activity with that reminder like I'll tell people who are trying to drink more water well, what's something that you do several times during the day that you can use as a reminder, right? So right. every time you go to the bathroom, you know, fill up your water on the yes. way back or, you know, whatever it is, like find some behavior that's happening already and then just link it 
to that. I love that. So that's a great idea. Um, unfortunately, sometimes I go two days with my dishwasher being clean and I don't empty them. <laughs> so I just realized that the other day. I'm like, you know, I'm washing the dishes by hand because I don't want to empty <laughs> the, the dishwasher. Dish How silly is that, right? Well, well now you know that it the average dishwasher is five minutes or less. So there you go. I can't wait for you to try it out I'm and have a whole new perspective on it. And use it as some of my mindful time. Right. I love it. So, Terry, tell me a little bit about how you got into doing this. Because I think you were in education. Yes, right? I, I was. I was an elementary education teacher. I went to, the uni- um, to Keene State College, which is now part of the University of New Hampshire, I always wanted to be a mom and I always wanted to be a teacher from the time I was a little girl and so I I was fortunate to have both of those dreams come true. When my children were growing, I um, was not in teaching because I wanted to be with them and I decided when they were about 8 and 10 years old that I really wanted to get back into education in some way. So I went and got my master's in counseling at the U- University of New Hampshire in Durham. I love education, always have, and was really passionate about helping people. And I made the decision to become a guidance counselor. I could have gone one of two routes. I could have gone as to become a licensed mental health counselor, but I actually didn't want to work with trauma. I wanted to work um, with positivity and teaching people about kindness and sharing and gratitude and all of the things that actually make us feel good. Um, So I chose the route of being a guidance counselor and absolutely loved that job. Um, I developed the curriculum there. They had not ever had a guidance counselor, so it was amazing. It was a really wonderful, wonderful experience. Um, Unfortunately, I did get into some crisis management at the school and ended up with a an abused child situation and I ended up in the court system and was devastated by the way the system is not always protecting the children and that was where I made the decision that I wanted to spend more time with moms and dads and children and teachers and really educate them about how life can be full of joy. I mean we're once again we all have stressors but I think as human beings, we were meant to share joy, and that's when I started A Parent Connection. Beautiful. And so I know you run a Mindful Moms group. I do. So can you tell me a little bit about that? Yes. I have um, two Mindful Moms groups currently going on Monday, excuse me, Thursday and Friday mornings. Uh, They start at 9 o'clock. And it is a group of women um, that come in and we talk about different mindful strategies. We talk about the stress of having children. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like we love them dearly, but there's chaos in the morning. Um, this time of year is a perfect time of year for people to come and check us out because this is a transition time. Children are just going back to school. They're just getting homework. The routine is changing. It's getting, there's more pressure to get here and to get there. Um, And the moms really get a lot from one another. It's like, oh, that happens at my house. So people feel very validated and we keep it very upbeat and have you tried this 
even though sometimes we're talking about stressful situations, especially in the teen years where the children are experimenting with things, it's kind of nice to know that you're not alone. And I will guide the meetings, but everybody gets to participate and it's really upbeat and uplifting. It's not, um, it's different than a therapy group. I am not a therapist. Like I want to make sure that people understand that I'm a coach. And so I'm going to cheer you on with the things that are going well. And I'm going to give you ideas of how to implement um, something that may work better that's not working for you right now. Mm, That's awesome. So... And you work with, do you work with children too? I absolutely do. Um, Starting at the age of three or four, children can actually learn about um, kindness and sharing and friendships and how that empathy muscle gets started. So I love when I get the little ones. Um, I also go into school systems and I will teach teachers um, about mindfulness so that they can bring it into their classrooms. I love doing teacher workshops. That's just something that I really enjoy. I can go on site to the school or I can do it in my office. I can have a workshop of about 20 people. So that has been like a love of mine just Mm. from my teaching profession. I know that it's hard being in a classroom. It's hard juggling all of the tasks. And when you have 20 little munchkins that need some assistance, Mm -hmm. like if the teacher can find some mindful breaths and teach the children to do that they actually love it they Mm -hmm. don't want to be wound all the time they want to have some peaceful times and then they learn it at an early age and it becomes part of who they are so that's the benefit of getting the younger ones that's awesome and we all feed off of each other's energy so I know as a mom you know if if my child is acting in a certain way and i am able to maintain my mindfulness and my composure and that just peace yes the situation goes a totally different way than if i allow my buttons to get pushed and absolutely you know, all of that other stuff to happen so yeah i know it's it's hugely beneficial what would you say um for someone who's wondering Am I mindful? Like, I don't even know if I'm being mindful or not being mindful. What are some things that you would say to look for or to be aware of? Well, when you are not being mindful, typically um, the the indicator would be your mind is racing. You feel like, you know, you're going in a lot of different directions or that you can't just sit for a minute and be peaceful with that particular exercise. And if you just try for a minute and that feels really really long to you I would say that maybe a mindfulness class or education about mindfulness would be very helpful so some people have the misconception that being mindful just means sitting (laughs) (laughs) and that's not the case Um, mindfulness has a lot of uses it really just means being aware in the moment without judgment Hmm. That it's okay to feel the feelings you're feeling. It's just being aware of them and trying to step back. And I love using the phrase, that's interesting. Like just like Mm -hmm. noticing. Notice the beautiful colors that are outside. If you notice crazy driving, like that's interesting. You don't have to become (laughs) engaged with that. It's like 
what someone else's story I don't know that and That's so right. it's really a lot of if you feel like there's not enough hours in the day and that you're just running 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 or your mind is spinning you can't turn it off at night mm-hmm. That's a good indication that, you know, you have excess stress. Right. And I know a lot of people, I hear it all the time, will say, I really should be meditating. But their concept of meditation um, is, you know, sitting on a pillow for 30 minutes, you know, in in lotus position. And I loved when, you know, I saw you a few weeks ago and I said something about meditation and you corrected me and said, well... It's, you know, I don't do meditation exactly. It's mindfulness. Right. And so can you just kind of give us that distinction? Distinction. Clearly? For sure. When I first started um, investigating my business, when I knew that the school system was a place that I needed to leave, I found a book from Goldie Hawn that was called 10 Mindful Minutes. And I kept picking that book up. I'm like, I'm a busy mom. I have a I'm starting a business. I have a job. Um, 10 minutes, that seems so appealing to me. It's like I can find 10 minutes in a day. I don't think I can find an hour to go and meditate. It sounds really like that's a huge task, but 10 minutes. So I read that book. It was like I just couldn't read it enough. It's an amazing book if you ever have the opportunity to read it. But I use that as a basis of my um, my practice is that you don't have to have all this time where you're going to be sitting. Now, if you have the time and you love meditating and you want to be in the lotus position or you want to go to a yoga class, like I will encourage you to do that. Like that's wonderful. But I don't want it to be that you have to do those things to put mindfulness into your day. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times when I will explain, like, just take this calming stone. It's a smooth calming stone that I will hand to somebody. And when you're feeling stressed, just hold on to that really tightly. It sends signals to your brain to calm down. And that's not hard Mm. it's an easy thing to do but if you've never heard of a calming stone you don't know that that's a strategy i love it so i really want to make it very attainable very easy and like i truly believe most people can do it Mm -hmm. i agree i agree and that makes me think of, so I think that's part of what I use essential oils for, right? So when mm. I actually am feeling stressed, I have a blend called Stress Away, right? It's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, it sounds silly maybe to some people, but part of it is just taking that moment to breathe right. and smell that, you know, to bring that in. And so it is, it creates a mindful moment when you do that, when you say, wow, I'm feeling a little tense, I'm feeling a little stressed. Oh, let me get my stress away. And you take that nice deep breath and you feel different. And I know biochemically there are reasons, you know, the oils affect the limbic system of the brain. And But there's also just that fact of I'm taking a breath. Yes. I'm taking a moment to do something for myself. Absolutely. And it's not selfish. It's self-care and it's mm. so important. Um, my business has grown to um, professionals it's not just the moms and the and the dads and the teachers and at first I wasn't sure if I wanted to do a different population and I had a colleague that kept saying you know um my children are grown but I want to learn about this mindfulness you keep talking about and she opened up like this this 
plethora of people that now can say, oh yeah, I want to learn mindfulness and I don't have to be a mom or dad or have any particular um, thing going on in my life. I just want it to be calmer. I want it to be more intentional. I want to enjoy the moment. Um, I want to be in the present. I don't want to be ruminating about what's already happened. I don't want to be projecting about what might happen, the worry of what might happen. There's a difference between worrying about what's going to happen and planning. Mm -hmm. And so my goal when I meet with people is to meet them where they're at today. Mm -hmm. And I'll get a little bit of background about their their family, how many children, do they have children, what kind of work do they do, but we don't go backwards. It's you're here now, and where would you like to be? Mm -hmm. So it's very individualized in that. It's your goals. It's the client's goals. And everyone's different, right? So everybody has different things that make them happy. Mm -hmm. So me loving to take a walk is very different than someone wanting to climb Mount Washington. Like Mm -hmm. that wouldn't be my safe, calm place. But for (laughs) other people, that is amazing. And I'm sure people have different goals as far as, like I, I have a book. Oh gosh, it's from, it's an older book. And it's actually for business owners. It's called, it's the One Minute Manager series, I think. I don't know that series. But one of the books, so there's a whole series of books that are part of this um, package. And one of them is called A Minute to Myself. And it's about how in the work world, you can benefit from taking a minute, right? And literally just saying, what do I need right now? What could I do for myself right now in one minute? Absolutely. And, and that that could be, you know what, I need a drink of water. I, I was just thinking <laughs> that. It's like that's the time to get up from your desk, stretch your arms and legs, and take a mindful walk to the water cooler. Mm-hmm. And what do I mean by that? It's like actually pay attention to the way your feet are hitting the ground Mm. and you're like well that's kind of odd but once you do it it's like oh that feels so much different than just rushing to get the task done and then you've had the opportunity to clear your mind and then you can get back to the task that was at hand and I think we're very sedentary um, Mm. in a lot of our jobs and we think if we just keep if we just keep grinding 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 away that we're going to get more done but honestly the research will profoundly tell you that if you take that minute and I'll say your goal is 10 but it doesn't (laughs) have to be all at the same time but you know take that walk at work go around the building if that's the only thing that you have the opportunity to do and say I am really glad that I did this this was a really good opportunity for me to just take care of myself right and I know I've seen some of the studies on productivity that talk about you know setting a timer and getting up from the desk you know when that timer goes off because you're only productive for so many minutes at a time But yeah, I think that would be great to integrate. And we can all do that. We can all say, all right, one minute at least, right? Let's take one minute. Exactly. Take a couple of nice deep breaths. Use, you know, your stone or your essential oil or whatever to just kind of really ground you and bring you into that present. Absolutely. I love that, Kelly. I love that about you. (laughs) Oh, I love that about you. (laughs) So Terry, tell us how if, if there's somebody here, um, in Manchester or somebody, you know, across the globe, what would be 
the number one first step that you would say to them or suggest if they said, I really want to be more mindful? What's one thing that I could start doing? Pay attention to your breathing. When you feel your shoulders and any sensation in your body that feels tense, just get in a very comfortable position and pay attention to the air that's going in and out of your body. That one exercise will calm your body down mm. because the reality is we can't be stressed and relaxed at the same time. Right. <laughs> and we don't realize like our breathing gets more shallow as we get more stressed. And so just breathe. Honestly, like if I only had one tool to give you, I would say just breathe. It's so important. That is fabulous. On my business card, it actually says inhale, exhale, relax, and repeat. Ooh, and I didn't even see that. <laughs> Beautiful. So Terry, how if, if somebody wanted to get in touch with you, if they were thinking about coming in for a session or just talking with you about what you do, what's the best way to reach you? Um, you can reach me on my website. It's um, apparentconnection.com. I have a Facebook page. It's also Apparent Connection. Um, my telephone number is 603-759-6943. I do offer um, a complimentary introduction so that you can come and see my office and know the type of work that I do. I want my clients to feel really comfortable mm -hmm. and I want it to be a good match. And so mm -hmm. I love to pe meet people face-to-face, -face, but I am able to talk on the phone if they aren't able to get to the city of Manchester. Beautiful. And it is a beautiful office space, and you're just a beautiful person to be with. So Thank you, Kelly. Thanks so much for being here today. It's been my pleasure. Thank you so much.